Welcome to Employing Differences, a conversation about exploring the collaborative space between individuals. I'm Paul Tevis. And I'm Karen Gimnick. Each episode, we start with a question and we see where it takes us. This week's question is, how do they not know that? I suspect we've all had this experience of we're sitting with a team or a client or some group of people that we come in thinking that we're all on the same page in some way to some degree. And then as the conversation evolves, you sort of realize, boy, do they not know, like, how do they not know this piece of information that theoretically I thought, I thought as we walked into the room, all of us already knew. And so that sort of moment of discovery of we are not in the same place in terms of what we know, that's a whole different thing than in terms of what we'd like to see happen. But today we're really wanting to focus on when we discover that we're not on the same page in terms of what we understand to be true or what information we have about a thing. So there's a piece in what you just said that I think is fascinating, which is the what we know to be true. And I think what we're kind of talking about with this or what we're often talking about this is not just like the purely observable facts, right? Of it's often it's a um, an understanding of how things work, of what's going on in the system, of of the of the 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 assumptions we make about the way the world works, about the way the team works, about the organization works, things like that, where these processes works. Oftentimes, a lot of that is implicit. Um, it is stuff that we don't talk about because we all know this stuff, so we don't have to. And it's often only when someone kind of enters from the outside that we even run into a situation where somebody could not know it. Uh, but I think it's it's useful in those moments when you suddenly discover, hey, this person or this group that I'm working with just has very different assumptions about how this is supposed to work or what, what we're really trying to do or these kinds of things. I think it's really useful to ask yourself, well, I used to not know this. How did I come to discover it? Like, what's the process by which I came to know whatever this thing is? Yeah, I think that is really useful. And I think that might be part of a bigger process that I'm just going to call deal with your own frustration. Like, and, and we sort of got to this topic because I just came out of one of these experiences and realized, you know, the first thing I wanted to do was just sort of unload on Paul. Like, I just came out of this meeting. And, blah. and I think there is an element of it is very frustrating to realize that, you know, I know some stuff that others don't know. I even think they probably should know or at least they need to in order to be successful in the thing we're doing together. And it really wasn't my job it's not in my job description to bring that knowledge or to educate or to whatever. Like, so I'm in this sort of frustrated, angsty kind of spot. So I'm going to say the first thing when you get in this spot is like deal with your own stuff, like slow down, find somebody to talk to, whatever your process is of realizing, you know what? It's not their fault. They don't know what they don't know. Like, however we got here, we got here. It's not because they were cheating or it's not because they were lying or trying to misrepresent themselves. Like we just, this is where we are. We're in the roles we're in. They don't know what they don't know. How could they know what they don't know? And so I got to deal with my own, like, okay, whatever my frustration and energy around that is. And my, like, it shouldn't be this way. 
all of that, I got to sort through. And there's, I think, plenty in previous episodes about kind of where to do that work, but definitely slowing down and getting myself clear about, okay, whatever I thought should have been, that's not the world I'm in. Reality check. This is the world I am in. Who do I want to be now? How do I want to engage? What impact do I want to have given the situation that I'm now aware exists? Mm -hmm. Years ago, I worked with a really great uh, engineering manager who I, I learned a ton from. I was actually in a coaching role with the team that he was managing. Uh, and he was tremendously experienced, particularly on the IT and operations side of things. And so well, the team that we were working with was primarily thinking about it from a development standpoint of like, what do we need to build? Like, how do we solve this particular problem in front of us? He was super experienced in the, well, once we deploy that, how could things go wrong? Like, what are the things we actually need to think about in production? Things like that. What he was really great about was never shaming the team for not thinking about those things. Um, it sort of, I think he had sort of internalized so well this idea of, well, they don't know this stuff and it doesn't really matter why they don't. Um, he could do two things really well. One is he could just introduce those as concerns, right? He could say things like, uh, I really like the direction that you're going with this. One of the things that I'm thinking about is some scalability issues with regards to this piece of it. How might we deal with that? Which was a way of basically, I mean, the way you could have said that was, you haven't thought about scalability at all, you idiots. Um, and he didn't. And it's because like he had just been through that so many times that it didn't phase him. And he was able to put that into the space in a way that the group could now work with it. And you could see people go like, oh, yeah, you're right. We didn't think about that. What, what could we do about it? So there was something about the work, the inner work that he had done of dealing with his own potential frustration that he could just do that in the moment. It was amazing to watch. And it was amazing to watch the effect that that had on the group. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it reminds me of, I, I was just yesterday out with my teenager doing a first driving lesson. And, and so that, that here I am and I've done all these things that, you know, I've been driving for years and I have all this down. And if I can remember, he doesn't know those things. So instead of, you know, the instinct, which is stop, 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 don't you see the stop sign? If I just calmly say stop sign, <laughs> not throwing more at him than he can handle, not the shaming that, but just stop sign, a little louder, stop sign. <laughs> but it's not, there's no shame in it. There's no expectation that he knows what he doesn't know. Like if I can get clear about, okay, this is the reality that we're in and how can I be helpful? And then I think the next piece of that going forward is, okay, knowing that we're in this situation, what is my role? Yeah, you know, with my son, my role is to teach. My role is to provide practice. My role is to give information. That may not be my role in another team or another environment. So I think the next thing to really do is pause and say both, what would I like my role to be? And also, what am I being asked for? Like what role, where am I really with the group? And if those don't match, getting serious about some contracting about yeah. that, yeah. Yeah, it's that alignment or that clarity around the mismatch is something that I think is really hard for many of us who uh, who like to be helpful. Um, we've talked before about uh, in the dangers of inflicting help, right? Where it's just like, yeah, my, I might want my role to be um, 
in a particular situation that I'm in, right? I might want it to be to educate the senior leadership about the ways that they're approaching this and about how that might not be particularly effective. And, and I find myself thinking a lot, how do they not know these things about empowerment, about alignment, about humane uses of authority? Like, how do they not know that? That goes through my head a lot. And then I go, well, it doesn't matter. Like, I would love it if my role were to do that, but that's actually not why they've brought me in. They brought me in to do something else. Now I will mention those things, right? But it's more casual, right? It's a bring it to their attention. I'm actually there to do some strategy work. I'm there to do some work with this group. But one of the things that is sort of in my remit is to be able to mention things like, um, you know, one of the things I'm noticing is that your decision-making process doesn't seem to be very clear. And I think that might be causing you some trouble here. And then move on, right? If they choose to say, actually, could you help us with decision-making? That's it. Then we can get into a different place. But if they choose not to take that, that I, so I have to be really clear about what role do I want to be playing? What role are they actually asking me to be playing? Um, and who am I trying to make this easier for? Because there are absolutely times where I get brought into a situation and I'm working with some other people and I realize, wow, things would be easier for me if that person knew this thing that I knew, but that's taken me like 10 or 15 years to develop. Well, that's not going to happen. And so <laughs> I, can, I, can, I can maybe try to nudge, but sometimes it's like that really just would just make it easier for me. It actually wouldn't necessarily make it any easier for my client. So it's like, I think there is a piece there that both mastering your own frustration and understanding like my emotional response to why do they not know this? How do they not know this? But also going, why do I want them to? Why do I wish they would? Is it for the client? Is it for them? Is it for me? Who is that for? Because I think that can also help us kind of work through what do we actually want to do given that we're in the situation that we're in now. Mm -hmm. So if we sort of fast forward through all that work, and we've decided, okay, I got myself settled. I'm clear that it is my role to do something about this. They don't, what they don't know. So I've got some sort of educational role here that is, you know, and, and it's for the right reasons and for the right people and all of that. Now, how am I going to go about it? And I think there, there's sort of probably any number of ways for teaching, but one of the really key things I think, and we've kind of touched on this already is does it help for me to tell them? Can I just say, I think there's a thing you don't know and this is the information. And there are cases where that absolutely will help. You know, and, and if I go back to my son and driving, I think you don't know that the speed limit here is 25. <laughs> speed limit here is 25 or whatever that is. Sometimes it's that, but sometimes they just have to learn it. So when he hits the brake too hard, it doesn't help for me to say you hit the brake too hard. It's much more helpful for, like, he just knows that he didn't hit the brake too hard. Like, and telling him that every time doesn't give him new information because he has to learn the feel of it. And it's just going to take repetition. At some point, I might be able to say, you know, you can't ease off just before you hit stop or whatever. But, but mostly, he's just going to have to learn the feel of it. And so I think as we work with groups, there's this similar thing of, some things can't be learned by being told. It would be way easier if they could. I would have learned a lot of stuff way faster. 
Um, I was working with another uh, uh, engineering director recently, different than the first person. He was actually talking about, he says, look, I'm at a spot in my career where I've, I've done a lot of these things before. I understand a lot of this stuff, but I also remember how I learned it. And so when I'm working with a team that doesn't understand it, like they've got these ideas, I kind of need to let them learn the lesson, right? I, I need to be able to go, okay, what, you know, and I need to balance that with like, what could go wrong? Like if I give them the free reign to try this stuff out, I've got a pretty good idea of how it's going to turn out. You and I have talked before about sort of our things where we're just like, I, I've seen this enough that I have a pretty good idea what's going to happen. Um, and sometimes telling people doesn't, doesn't help them learn the lesson doesn't help them internalize it, doesn't help them to get to the same understanding that we have or that we had when we first started on this path. And so he was just kind of saying, there are times when I really just have to, to let it go and let it go the way that I think it's going to go, and then we'll be able to correct on it. But he's also always balancing that with, does that put into jeopardy the results I'm being asked to create? And kind of, be, and, and holding both. And I think that's a, a key part of it, right, is um, is the, you know, if I just sort of let this unfold, is that going to help them learn and grow? And is that going to uh, cause problems for whatever it is that we're working together on? And I think that's also part of the role too. Like, am I in a role where I am actually supposed to help them learn and grow, grow or not? But if you are, then I think you still have to balance it with, will this help? Um, actually, will, will this help them learn and grow? And will this produce, get in the way of the results we're trying to create. There's there's another piece kind of um, around the that, which is the, you know, just telling them doesn't work that I use a lot, which is actually figuring out, well, what is it that they do already know? And what is it that they do know that that might be in contradiction to the thing that I know? Right. When we go back to that place of like truths about the way the world works, like oftentimes when I'm working with somebody and they seem to not know something, it's because they have had a set of experiences from which they have learned a different lesson. And I need to understand that because they're, they're, they're probably thinking the same thing about me. How does he not know this? Right. Um, and so either it helps me, one of the things that it definitely does is it helps me to see where they're coming from. But then also how can I shape the thing that I might say so that it is consistent with their previous experiences. How can I get, how can I hang it off of a thing that they already know or that they already believe to be true? And it might not be the same way that I think about it. It might not be the same words that I would use when I describe it to somebody else, but how can I get curious about their experience and their worldview so that I can present the idea that I have in a way that is compatible with that? Yeah, and, and I go another, just a, a slight tweak on that, which is what are the things they know they want? What are the things they know they're working toward? What are the pain points that they're aware of? And if the thing they don't know can be tied to those. Mm -hmm. So, you know, yes, it doesn't seem like this would help with that, but actually if you do this, that'll address this pain point or whatever, that if you can connect it to the things they already know they want to be working on, that's another way in. Yeah, it's the what matters to them, because quite frankly, if if what I'm trying to help them to see, to help them to understand, doesn't matter, then 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 they're not gonna they're not gonna pick it up, and and so explain like framing it in terms of things that you know matters to them, 
I think is is a really important part of that. Yeah, and the, the last piece I think I'd add here is know when they're just not gonna know it for a while. Like, and, and that's also within that framing of what they already have. I was working with a group building a consensus process and they were making it so like incredibly convoluted. And I, and you know, and I'm talking to some of them and others are in a different place. And I finally just said, you know, to, to the folks that really wanted to work with me and were, you know, ready to listen to what I had to say, I just said, you know what, this process, it's way more convoluted than it needs to be. At some point way down the road, you're totally going to trip over it, I think. Like, I, I think there will be a moment that you're sorry that it's like this. But even then, it won't be a disaster. And right now, to try to force getting to agreement on it when none of you has enough experience to actually know, like, it's just not worth it. Like, this is not the moment to learn this lesson. If I could just tell you and you'd believe me right now, I, that would save you some pain later. I think that's true. But you're, you're not there. Like, it's just not going to happen. And then, especially if you're not, there's not alignment in the group. There's times to just say, okay, either, either I'm wrong and then more power to you, you're doing the right thing and great, or I'm right. And you will eventually see that and learn it for yourselves. And I may never get credit for knowing that that's fine, but you know, it, it's down the road. And it, it, if I'm right, it's going to turn up and it's not going to be a disaster. And that's that discernment you were talking about. Of It's really going to be a disaster. Let's help them see that it's going to be a disaster. And if it's not, then maybe it isn't worth that learning curve right now from where they are. So to track sort of where we've been through here, right? When we find ourselves in that situation where we're going, how do they not know that? Um, one, don't let those words come out of your mouth. Uh, <laughs> not in front of them, right? Work through, you know, your own stuff around like, where where is your frustration coming from around this? Like, what is it that, um, that particularly gets you? Um, get to a place where you can actually potentially start to introduce some of the things that they may or may not know in a way that isn't shaming or blaming, right? In a way that expands the conversation, which is really hard to do when you're in an emotionally charged space. Um, and then sort of think about like when you discover, hey, there's something that they don't know, is it actually my role? Is it, is I, am I being encouraged or welcomed to actually help them to know that, to help them grow? Uh, to help them come to understand these things that they that they don't see or that they don't know. Assuming all of that is true, um, also getting curious about, you know, sort of where they're coming from. What are the things that they know and that they see uh, so that you've got a cognitive framework to sort of hang the idea off of, but also understanding what matters to them, what's important, so you can talk about these ideas from a framework that they actually care about. Um, that And that when you can do that, uh, you know, you've got some traction and sort of still being clear around like, well, I mean, what if I don't? Like, what if I don't try to help them to understand this? What's the worst that could happen? Is that going to send things completely off the rails? Can I sit back? And even if it would be way better for me, if we all came to understand this stuff together, it'll still be good enough for the outcome um, if they don't. Uh, or am I more in a spot where I do really need to help them to learn, help them to grow, help them to come to understand this thing they don't. Because if they don't, we're actually all gonna be in really big trouble around that. So it's lots of pieces of, of discernment, of sort of self-management um, and, and really exploring. Oh, it wouldn't be an episode if I didn't say curiosity, engaging in curiosity about uh, what's going on over there. 
rather than just getting wrapped up entirely with this idea sort of in our own head. I think that's going to do it for us today. Until next time, I'm Karen Gimnig. And I'm Paul Tevis. And this has been Employing Differences. <laughs>